What is going on, everybody? Corey here. Welcome to Fly Casual. It's a reviews and rumors kind of week, so you're going to want to get your sensitivities out because we are going to blast off and we're going to spoil everything under the sun. This is the time where we get together and we really dig in and we chew the fat, the mud, the gristle, everything in between. It's time for Fly Casual. Let's get ready to wrinkle! Force Duel. Force Duel. Force Duel. <laughs> Force Not affiliated with FanDuel. Just saying. Have you Not guys set, you guys set yeah. up your accounts yet? Yeah, I got a check yeah. in the mail. You did? Yeah. Nice. It, it arrived uh, uh, via a DHL van. Ooh. <laughs> what what was your well, uh, said it was a DHL. Wow. It said it was a DHL van. It was really just a white carpenter van with the windows like like Tinted with like a spray they, paint. What was your? Were they giving away free candy? There was boxes of candy in the back. Oh, uh, so I thought you know, well, that's a plus. Uh, maybe any ice cream? I uh, no, no, just no. loose, just loose candy. And were they and, playing Pop Goes oh. the Weasel? <clears throat> no, nothing like that. No. Uh, but the guy was uh, kinda, little honeys. He was kind of creepy. Huh? You have a mustache. Um. He was all mustache, actually, if I recall. That, that was Biggs. It was, uh, it was oh, Biggs dark oh, yeah. It was, I was going to say, just mustache and a cape. He's all right. That's, That's all, all I saw. I That's all I saw, really. Yeah. Welcome That's to him. Fly Casual, ladies and germs. Hey, hey, yeah. hey, what? fellas. Yep. It's your favorite Star Wars podcast. Did you know that? It is. It's your yeah. favorite. It's my favorite. It's yeah. always Lightspeed Fix. It's the favoritest one I listen to. Anyway. Yeah. That's right. We're jonesing for some Star Wars in. You've come to the right place because we are going to talk about some reviews. What are we reviewing tonight? Reviewing Han Stuff. Solo number four, Darth Vader, Darth Vader, Darth Vader, number <laughs> Darth 25. Voldemort. Darth Voldemort. Oh, that's a scary thought. Wait, what's it's, worse? What's worse? Voldemort with a lightsaber or Darth Vader with a wand? Darth oh. Vader doesn't need a wand. Well, the wand chooses a wizard, so. I don't know where that leaves us on that. Me I either. don't know if the wand would choose Darth Vader. I'm not sure where case. we're going. So he might not be very effective. What if it was a light wand? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Accio okay. force choke. Yeah, yeah. Classic. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, I'm your host, Mr. Corey T. Wilson. Over there, looking dour and sour and full of horrible foods, is Mr. Michael J. Archibald. Mm, I'm just checking out this Han Solo comic and. In advance. Oh, good, good. Now's a good time. <laughs> good advance. thing you read it. Yeah, yeah. In I did. Advance, Actually, I did. I like it. in oh, advance. Okay. Some good art during I'm... the podcast. <laughs> okay, gotcha. I'm I'm admiring the the Twilight art. Okay. Oh, yeah. You are a one trick pony. Let me tell. That's not. He bad. loves art. What that's, can you say? Yeah, that's not. That's, that's not bad. Pretty the female sweet. Actually, form is a beautiful the thing. thing. Is, it's not. It's not like it's a lithey picture. It's just good art. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah good I'll art. Give you that. Shiny. Yeah, good coloring. Yeah. Yep. Mm. We'll get to that though. Over there, Master Control, Mr. Stephen J. Howie. Um. Yes. Well enough. Okay. <laughs> there. Nailed it. Yep. Sunk it. Three pointer. Nothing but nothing but Mike. Home run. Yeah. Home yep. down. You got a home down. Yep. 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 Touch run. The thing. There you yep. go. So, uh, in typical Howie fantasy football form, um, I sat people that they haven't been playing well and then they blow up 
and play oh, amazing. Did, yeah. Did you said Aaron Rodgers again? Yeah, and Randall Cobb. You guys, nice. You're alienating the majority of our <laughs> listeners right now. You asked oh, for sorry. it. I'm not sure I did. You guys are sportsing. I had to quit sporting. Horse stool. Quit, quit it with your slap pointers. <laughs> Eight week program. Eight week program for just three hundred dollars. Well, I'm wearing these bad boys. Forget about it. And don't care over there. Cross pond down a few, Mister Garrett, not Jay Hardy. I think not the question of who would win between Voldemort and Vader, but what what do you think Vader's Patronus would be? I'm thinking it's maybe like Sice Noodles or something. Really? What do you guys think? Yeah, he's uh, got an inner singer in him. I right? think I think his Patronus would just be Kidster. <laughs> high five! Oh, the ghost of Kidster. Hi, Annie. No high fives. Maybe something guy. to do with apples. Whoa! You got a whole breathe mask. <laughs> <laughs> wizard <laughs> that's yeah that's a good yeah. question if you have an idea of what vader's patronus might be you should tweet <laughs> us at fly casual 1138 with hash, hashtag darth patronus we might have to bring those hashtags up Remember, later in the episode how he'll be doing his research during the <laughs> reviews i'm sure so in the meantime why don't we not put that off any longer it's time for those reviews <laughs> My turn, guys. Yeah. yeah. Garrick, what do we got? So, we hey, got? guys. What do we got? We had a couple comics come out. Sure did. Yeah, we did. We had a couple Rebels come out. We did that, well. too. Yeah, we did. But before I get into that, I just want to do a little quick shout out to Steve Potter, foreign correspondent Steve in the UK. Potter, foreign correspondent in the UK. That's right. Steve Potter has now become a fellow comic reviewer bum, as my, bum, like myself. No, I yeah, don't. I, a, whoa, whoa, whoa. That's an unfair comparison. But uh, yeah, he just, does it way better. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I know where you're going with that. And I, I agree. <laughs> yeah. Where, where's, where's he writing? Uh, where's he writing comic reviews now? He's now like, I guess, the head comic review person at Jedi dot co.uk holy nice. cow which is weird because nice. usually they end with calm i don't know what the uk is all that's weird yeah anyway. they're all patriotic over there yeah always flying them union jacks in everybody's face yeah yeah He's putting shrimp on the barbie yeah, and all that. they are constantly <laughs> yeah yeah but yeah everybody knows that britain is just the u.s old penal colony i'm just saying that's right yeah. that's how it works yeah <laughs> History yeah. of a sort. Those cranky yeah, but he's got, He started out with Poe Dameron number one. And I will say my favorite part about the article is he shows the images of all the variant covers at the end of the article. <laughs> yeah, that would, sweet. that would <laughs> capture your imagination. That's a good touch. I like yeah, that. Understood. So anyway, yeah. now for some lesser comic reviews by yours truly. Yes, lesser but lovable. Yes. Han Solo number four came out. Yeah, it did. Yeah, Rip Warren Adventure with the Wacky Races is coming again. You ready oh, for boy. me to break this? Yes. You I ready for it. me to break this down? Yes, I am. Born ready. Here we go. When we last left the crew of the Falcon, some sort of Catman thing had pulled iron on Chewie, but Han ain't going to stand for that. No one gets to his Wookiee unless they go through him. But before the evil furball can put a hole, hole in Han Solo where, you know, he keeps his lightsabers and stuff, a brace of Twi'leki show up. In the day, yeah, they do. Kind of hot. Yeah, yeah. they do. Dad Midriff, though, am I right, Mike? Oh. Yeah. But don't tell that to their <laughs> blasters. After a quick Jacqueline standoff, everyone settles the crap down. And everyone leaves the old fish face lady with Han, and she gives them some <laughs> old lady advice or something. And 
Han gets a call from one of the rebel spies on the planet and pulls the quick pick up the person whilst firing at the attacker at the last second before being disqualified from the race maneuver. Yeah. Which is a solo classic. Am I right? Yeah. Patented. Soon the ragtag crew blasts off to the wacky races, but unfortunately the Falcon suddenly becomes 20 grand, 21 grams lighter as one of the crew shuffles loose of this mortal coil. And that means there's a killer on board or maybe it was an aneurysm. I don't, I really don't want to jump to conclusions at this point. It probably should have been anything really. Yeah. Yeah, Hans. What? Truth. (laughs) Han Solo. Yeah. So we uh, got some a little bit of intrigue here into the uh, the crew of the Falcon. Uh, He's picking up, as you remember from the previous issues, he's picking up rebel spies, and one of them is the mole that has been giving out uh, information on the spy ring to the Empire. And it seems like one of the people on board is the mole because. They may have killed one of the other characters. If somebody so. dies at the end. Mm, was it John? Suspense grows. It was, John, it was it? not John. Oh, okay. It is wasn't it, the spiky-headed person. Is that it person just me or is almost everyone on the Falcon a woman? By the way, the little cat thing is not a man. <laughs> that is a woman. Oh. Is the, is the cat thing a cather? <laughs> I don't know I what don't it know. is. I don't know. It doesn't look like one. It's okay. more cat than person. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah, but it is so a woman. I wish it was. It's a girl, really? Yeah, yeah. if you read the... Uh... Well, she had a baby, and it was a Rattar. So... <laughs> yeah, right. Wow, <laughs> that's unfortunate. That's where Rattars come from, guys. From, <laughs> from cat creatures. From cat JJs. Yeah, cat, right. yeah cat JJs. <laughs> Don't they have spikes in them? I can't remember. No, that's the other one. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's, okay. the, that's, the, that's the plug A that goes into slot B. You picture that. I can't get any more graphic than that. If I do, Mike won't be able to drop an F-bomb. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Han Solo continues to have nothing happen, but still the art is awesome. And uh, the dialogue was pretty good. Uh, he had a little moment with some weird alien lady who's the last of her species. And they kind of had this little heart to heart talking about, you know, him being awesome and stuff. But, I don't know, Mike. <laughs> That's how I like my hearts to heart. Heart to heart. Yeah. Somebody just sucking my butt about how great I am. Even though there yeah. wasn't a lot of, I mean, everything I think took place on the Falcon this time. Um, I'm still, I, I like it, man. I like where it's going. I like the story that's been going on so far. I like the mystery of the mole. Um, yeah. But you're right. The To me, the art is off the charts. I All mean, the Han Solo comics seem to have really solid art. It's, it's fantastic. It's probably that and... Uh, and I think the Kane and Connick comic had really, oh, yeah. really good art. And, Those are probably uh, yeah, really my, digging my it. top two right there. The Vader yeah. one was pretty good, but nowhere yep. near as good as this one. No, I mean, uh-huh. this they captured Han and Chewie and the rest perfectly. Yeah, and the rest here on Millennium Falcon. <laughs> good stuff. Man. Yeah, it's like it's like Gilligan's Island. Thank you. So <laughs> I'm I'm still engaged, like I said, even though there's not much yeah. happening at the moment and there's more dialogue this time. Um, I'm engaged, man. I, I like it. Yeah. I'm I wish it was an ongoing, but alas, it's only five issues. I wish they'd switch it up with Poe. Yeah, they need to. <laughs> Poe out so long. Maybe put Agent Terex in the in the Han Solo comic. There you go. On board He'll come back. He's a good character. Yeah. Give him his own series like Afra. Speaking yeah. of giving Afra her own series. Yes, sir. Guys, Vader 25 came out. Oh, I bet she dies. The the ultimate issue, the last and final Vader standalone comic. Did he die? Yeah, Vader died. Uh, Yep, knew it was coming. I knew it, man. Yep. 
Yeah. So, had to happen at some point, right? Yeah, had to. So, guys, I want to get serious with you for a second. Is that all right? Let's do it. All right? can, we, can we bring down the cast a little bit? Yeah. Can you come to my level? I I don't know. I don't know about that. You might I just want to say a, a, few, a few words about Vader and just comics in general. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we, we've had a lot of comics come and go over the years, and, you know, I had to review all of them. Some were good. <laughs> some were bad. The Leia one was dog vomit, and then the other one was Lando, which was yeah. Amazing. You didn't All even right. review the Force Awakens. No, I'm just I, I'm not even going to mention that one. And then I remember when this all started, and then I would do lengthy reviews and get into the nuts and bolts of each comic. But my, then Corey's wife, I like, my wife would get pissed. Uh, she hated every second of it, so I had to shorten it up a bit yep. so that you know she would let you guys u- actually use the basement for Let podcasts. me give you her email so you can send her hate your hate mail to <laughs> yeah. my wife. So so let me talk a little bit specifically about Vader. So the comic series is only 25 issues long and in my opinion it was cut down in its prime. Hell yeah, way too short. Yeah. Yeah. It had its ups and downs and the characters that border and it had characters that bordered on copyright infringement, <laughs> but it gave us a lot of good character good original characters as well. And we, we were first introduced to the new female character, Dr. A, oh, yeah. Dr. Afra, oh, which Mike's yeah. call, you know, Mike calls the butt. <laughs> no, I, I believe it's it's uh, let's see. It's hottie McPerfect ass. I think that's what it right? is. Yeah. And then she became one of the the most enjoyable characters in the new canon, at least in my opinion. And then we got to meet Mary Universe C-3PO and R2-D2 in the in, in the triple zero personality matrix in the Tarkin Initiative BT-1 droid. Who incidentally is my spirit animal, by the way. Yeah. We got to see Vader get killed no less than four times, only to come back each time <laughs> with a vengeance. Hell yeah, he did. Yeah. He's Vader. These, these new characters just jumped out of the pages and into our hearts to fill that void that was left from uh, the canon that was so unceremoniously ripped out mm. when, the, uh, mm. when it went away and became Legends. Appreciate we got four books, a standalone annual, a standalone crossover for the Dark Lord mm. that explored not just the world around him, but the world within him. Hells yeah. We got to see his path to the dark side solidify, and we were there when he discovered he had a son. And that was kind of a really touching moment because he just crushed the crap out of a out of a transparent steel thing. <laughs> Although Mike and I will miss the series, unlike you other guys, because you jerks never read it. <laughs> We'll still have fond memories of the art. Oh, of course, yeah. the action figure variant covers featuring characters who have never or will ever be action figures. But yeah. Of course, most of all, we'll miss that butt. Am I right? Oh, Mike? man, the butt. And of all the comics I reviewed since we have been doing this podcast thing, I think I will miss this one the most. Yes. Oh. But we move on now and say goodbye. But we'll, we'll see these characters again and soon in the new Dr. Africa. And the characters you won't see, we will always have them right here, (laughs) pointing to my heart right now, because you guys can't Mm -hmm. see. Mm -hmm. We'll miss you, Vader. Good luck and Godspeed. (laughs) Bye, Annie. (laughs) (laughs) In all seriousness, come on. That was was lovely. Okay, serious time over. It was a good issue. Uh, Dr. Afra survives, thank goodness, and uh, getting her own comic series. Pretty so. much. pretty just yep. uh, This was the, the highly anticipated. Remember, they put this off for a whole month. Oh, uh, yeah. Into this issue, and, and pretty much we get into it, and 
Vader just kills everybody. <laughs> that's it. That's the thing. He just yeah. Not you remember you remember Moff Taggy Taggy or yeah. Oh yeah, Nigel. Grand Grand General. Nigel. Grand General. Oh, Grand we, General. We Taggy. painted ourselves into a corner with his Vader comic. What do we do? Uh, I kill, kill them, them all. Uh, hats off to you then, mate. <laughs> So yeah, he he offs Afra or so he thinks, and he offs Taggy and uh, yep. Silo and just pretty much everyone. And yep. uh, the Emperor pats him on the ass and says, "Job well done, buddy. Job well done." It was well kind of an anticlimactic ending, and there was kind of a weird uh, epilogue in there where yeah. there's some <laughs> sand people who had like Burning Man, but with Vader, so they had, like Burning Vader or something. Like they made an Remember, effigy of Vader, well, okay. and they started bowing down to it. We got a. <laughs> Yeah, set this up. If you remember, of course, in episode two, Annie kind of slaughters, I don't know, a whole yeah. village of, of and, sand and people. And even in the comic series, in the comic if series. you remember way, way back in yep. like issue two or three, yep. he actually visited Tatooine and saw Jabba to secure the Imperial supply lines and actually went out and hunted Tuscans for fun while he was there just because, you know. Right, what he does. Uh, he kills Tuscans, right? Yeah, it's his thing. It's, it's uh, you know, everybody's got to blow off steam somehow. While on Tatooine, do what the Tatooinis do. <laughs> the Tatooinis. So, yeah, you get to the end, you have this epilogue, and uh, uh, apparently the same people start talking about this guy that goes around killing whole villages. <laughs> and, and I guess, typical sand people style, they decide to worship Vader. So they <laughs> kill, they make, create a big statue of Vader and start worshiping him. Man, yeah. it's a good thing those <laughs> sand people are so dumb. <laughs> I mean, talk about that. They're not even people. They're so dumb. They're whoa, like, whoa, that's racist, bro. They're like just some like, you know, they're like the people who live in the jungle and they're like, what's that airplane? I don't know. I'm going to throw my spear at it. <laughs> How'd that work out? I'm, I'm serious, though. I mean... We've had a lot of really cool, complex characters come out of Tusken Raider tribes, but then sometimes people just sometimes no, the writers... we had one complex character come out of the Tusken Raider tribe. What? 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 Tahiri, man. T- no, there was another one. There was. Yeah. yeah. Who? Uh, uh, the... Darth. Darth. Uh, Ta- <laughs> come on. No, what's no his, what's there was a dude. Darth what? Crate. Who was like a yeah, Darth Krait, uh, who was a Jedi before that. Dear God, was it like I don't a know Jedi master what you're talking and ended about. Up being Darth Krait yeah. later on. Nah, Tahiri, yeah. man, Tahiri. Yeah, uh, the dude from Masters of Terror. What was his name? Horror. Ash- it was his name was Asherad Het. What was this from? Well, Horror was from Masters of Terrascosi, which makes his name even funnier. <laughs> Jeez, I don't, Horror I don't wins. remember that at all. <laughs> Horror wins. That was the best way to put it. <laughs> <laughs> he has a little green, stinky, gaffy stick you swing around all the time. What a stinky gaffy. I know. Yeah, but... I guess they had to add that in there so they could justify the extra dollar that they were selling it for. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Bastards. Uh, then you guys want me to read these things. Yeah, that's not bad. The now first you can half, buy it in trade. The first half of Vader, and I own and have read some of them, buttheads. Uh, great. <laughs> and how it was like developing his story after after episode four and like what we, he was going through emotionally or lack thereof with everything that all these bigger impacts from his past and all of that getting dredged up. And then, like you said, turning into wacky races with let's come up with a bunch of characters and a dog that laughs like this <laughs> so that, that we can just murder them all at the Muttley? end. That's yeah, Muttley. Yeah, Muttley. I love Muttley. Snidely Whiplash's dog or something. Yeah, Snidely yeah. Whiplash. Yeah, Muttley. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> then... Penelope something or other. Kill, you need to stop. I'm losing respect and there's not much left. 
<laughs> but I, and then and then nothing. It's like they they had a great bend, and then I maybe someone told them they couldn't. Oh, it's they Penelope Pit Stop. Well, okay, of course it was naturally. But then like it's like they had a great bend, and they were going into this deep stuff, and it's like somebody Disney went, wait, stop, no, come back. You can't do all that because we're going to be exploring more Vader history in the movies or something. You know what I mean? It's like it got the the old fashioned George Luke George Lucas brake pump. Yeah, I don't know. know. I don't know if That's, it was much that or it was just. The writers had an arc and it was really cool, and they're like, "Okay, now what?" <laughs> and well, they sit down and brainstorm the, and to come into you know come up with goofy stuff. All the new canon stuff is like that. They're always pulling back because they can't tell the whole story because not all the movies have come out yet. Oh, come! It just seems like they're they're only going three fourths of the way they could. They this could. this is what makes me miss the EU. This is what makes me miss the legends because you know what? Back yeah. then. If it was in the past, write whatever the frick you want, almost. You know, exactly. they're just like, they're just, okay, this author's writing this history, this author's writing this history. And now I'm going to write a book that takes place during that time. Okay, hats off to you. Go nuts. But I feel like we're still just like they've pulled this giant iron curtain closed around everything and they're just letting little pieces out at a time. Yeah. And it's kind of like, I already had all of this in a different form. Can we be a little more liberal about how we apply this now? That, that's why I like the the Lost Stars novel because it was all mostly all original characters, so the author could do whatever she wanted with them. Yeah. and it was a great story. She yeah. could tell us actual full story. And if that's and, and this is the way things are going to be with the main characters now, where we can't real well, we can't really get in too deep. Then I would. I've always said I want original characters. Well, this just makes that reinforces that tenfold. Yeah. It's like you know what, break free. That's why I think the Afrocomic is going to be so good because yeah. they can do whatever the crap they want. Yeah, there's no holds barred there, right? You mm-hmm. think it'll sell? I'm um, hoping because it's maybe. a it's a it's a spinoff character. Well, here's the thing: well, Vader that, was one of the best selling Star Wars comics. It was, and Doctor Afra. I mean, the introduction of that character was huge, and I mean, uh, the, the character fa- was cool. Yeah, the fandom online they love it now. Yeah. Is there enough fandom to sustain? I don't know. I just don't know. Maybe it's, maybe it'll be an ongoing comic, meaning it might get like to six or seven issues before they <laughs> stop it. Right. <laughs> Jeez. So Should we do that with Poe? I'm yeah. hopeful, man. I ho- I'm hoping it's not just a five or ten or whatever. They can, yeah. I don't we'll know. We'll see. We'll get see. to 2025. 20, if you can only do 25 with Vader and the last 10 issues are what they have been, then how could they possibly... <laughs> sustain anything i mean a character like vader and they can only do that what are they going to do with with more obscure characters well again are they going to break free like we, and go nuts or are they like and be able right. to or are they going to get bored because they're like oh we don't know where to take her yeah i don't know <laughs> I, yeah that worries me man uh, yeah a little that's bit. why i have so much trouble committing to comics i love knowing about and this isn't well, what just, is 20, this isn't just star wars dc and marvel too i love reading about comics oh, and yeah. getting the short the shorthand version the cliff notes version sure because i don't trust the people who are the guiding light over all of this stuff. Yeah, because yeah. it'll just reboot and then what's what's the and then yeah, you're then your investments again. your investments kind of lost. I mean, the argument is, well, were you entertained by it at the time? Yes, on the pretense that I would be continually entertained, butthole. <laughs> so Yeah. Anyway, yes. moving on. <laughs> <laughs> we had two episodes of the Star Wars Rebels come out. Rebels. The Rebels. That's the Rebels. one. Yeah. Still the one. So we had the Antilles Extraction and Hera's Heroes. Hey, I Antilles, that's a name I know. That must have been about the captain of Padme's ship. Yeah, of the, the Tantive Four. Yeah, that's, the guy. That's what it was all about. Yeah. That's what it's all about. He's making sure the ship was ship shape. 
Yeah. Well, was handing it, out duty rosters. Wasn't was duty. it wasn't the captain of Padme's ship uh the Hanaka? Oh, I thought there was an Antilles back then too. So no, yeah, he was just the Tantive Four. He worked for Bale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So we had a new episode and we'll start with the Antilles extraction. Uh, now this episode, now this is just my opinion, was probably one of the better episodes while simultaneously being the most disappointing episode in the history of Rebels ever. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. I don't I don't totally disagree. <laughs> so it was cool because and I, I could be wrong, but is this the first, uh, I guess, chronological introduction of in the new canon of the TIE Interceptor? I don't know. I believe so. I believe it, so. Because in the uh, episode, the TIE Interceptor is just launched out of the front of a, a what appears to be some sort of battle cruiser yeah. and just kind of rolls out and yeah. starts attacking. <laughs> it, it's not even a battle cruiser. I believe that's just called a Interceptor Dispenser. <laughs> because it's yeah it, interceptor pooper yeah it just poops them out they just roll right out like german swimmers that was pretty freaking sweet and it didn't look it, it uh attacks a transport that's being uh escorted by a bunch of a-wings and just wipes the floor with them yep an a-wing uh that's definitely a good match for an a-wing is an interceptor yes and that's it i think in the old canon maybe in the new canon that's originally why they were designed is to combat the a-wing mm-hmm. the speed that that fighter possessed yep but it so this is where it gets disappointing. So I'm watching this episode. I know. Right? You, and I see, you were so right about and this. I see, I see these TIE fighters start getting pooped out of the front of the ship. Yep. And I see one of the TIE interceptors has a red stripe on the on, painted on the side Welcome of it. Come back. Nope. And I'm thinking, <laughs> nope. Oh, they brought back Thrawn. Nope. It's only, <laughs> it's only like two degrees away from bringing back Soonter fell, right? No. no. <laughs> was not it, huh? So I'm going through Everything. this whole episode thinking oh. this Imperial instructor who's teaching these new cadets how to fly these. Because we I mean he was a he was a serious character in this episode. Like it seemed yeah. like they were introducing a new important character. Yes, he was uh this this uh you know trainer. He was a he was a, a hard nosed dude. He was flying a tie interceptor with a red stripe on it. And he, he had spoke a cool very, accent. He spoke very boldly, like more so than your average like tertiary one out one off yeah. character. Yeah, he he seemed like he maybe had some sort of regal air about him, maybe yeah. a baron. But Unfortunately, as much as Dave Filoni has done for us right. by bringing the old stuff back, he really freaking dropped the ball here. Oh, oh man. man, he dangled it right in front of us and then he snatched it away. Where yes. for those of you who aren't familiar with the EU, Baron uh, Sunterfell was like one of the most accomplished TIE pilots ever. And he was put in charge of one of Vader's squadrons. And I mean, he just racked up so many kills that he was a legend. And then eventually... His uh, his 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 uh, his baby seeds went into a lady and made jagged <laughs> fell, which oh, yeah. uh, married uh, Han baby and Leia's seeds. daughter, uh, Jaina, later on, and also became like you know I don't know the emperor kind of in a in a new less evil empire. So, yeah, his uh, he, line became the Im- imperial line. It was a later. big deal. Uh, yes. Jag- Jagafell especially became a major player. He, he was those two were one of my favorite characters in the EU. Yeah, outside of of course Theron and all them. Yeah, and Mara Jade. But- Baron Fell was 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 really really a big deal, 
And so, and yeah, he had the red stripe tie fighter. Uh, also he was, yeah, interceptor. He was an instructor for a while at, at the, uh, at, at Corita actually, but Corita yeah. is not a thing that really exists anymore to our knowledge. But, uh, but yeah, it, it's, it like all of the clues were there, <laughs> like literally all of them, except yes. the dude's name was just a completely different you know guy. The weird, the weird thing about this is, I mean, we know Filoni knows yeah. the EU. Yeah. Why would he do this? That's the question. Or did it just, or was this just obscure enough that he didn't realize what was happened to be just happened to be falling together, you okay. know? He didn't actually write this one. The writer of this episode was actually Gary Gary Witta. Yeah. Surprisingly enough. Oh wow. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Who's penning a different he's Yeah, he's, he's penning, penning something else. He, yeah, some other like one of the spinoffs or something. It's just yeah, yeah this it, it like Garrick, like cause he texted he goes, uh the the Yeah, I remember that. And I and I sat down to watch it and I'm furiously researching and I'm like, that's gotta it's hit. This is it. This is like this is some more of the uh, more obscure EU, which I was getting really excited about yes. that, and then just blew it, just snatched it away. So the character's name is actually not Sunterfell. It's a uh, uh, Commandant Relic or something like that, or Commander. <laughs> relic something. would be good because he's a relic <laughs> of the EU. Ar- Argon Relic, Commandant Argon Relic is his name. And yeah, yeah they even made a fantasy flight. Uh, model type interceptor with with Sunter Fell, so he is kind of a more popular character. Yeah, yeah, he was. He's, uh, yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, other than that, horrible, horrible atrocity. <laughs> I thought this episode was actually really good. It was. I really, I really liked it because we get uh, Wedge and Tilly's little hobby. Yeah, yeah. hobby nice. and Wedge, all young and and scrapping. Yeah, yeah, yeah hot so shots, Imperial trainee pilots. We get we get some Sabine with normal colored hair, which is, <laughs> I, find, I found quite alluring. Oh well, it's a cartoon. Mm. So don't get too excited. Oh yeah, dang it! You're we right. have nothing else to do with our time. But yeah, overall, right. I will say the imagery of just the Tie Fighters escorting the uh, the Lambda class shuttle. Yeah, uh, all the 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 just it just when they're flying out and their their mission. She uh, Sabine flies a mission with Wedge. And you hear the instructor come over the comm. It reminded me of that first mission in TIE Fighter where you have to uh, blow up a, uh, some stuff. And I'm like, oh, my God, this takes me back because the sounds, the, yeah. the lights and everything, it just put me back into that time when I was playing TIE Fighter 24 hours a day. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was it was Alpha cool. one. <laughs> yeah. Return to your post immediately. <laughs> yeah, so we also learned that there is another fulcrum. There's not just uh, it wasn't just Ahsoka. There's yeah, actually- dude, Fulcrum's not a dude or a lady. Fulcrum is a state of mind, bro. Yeah, Fulcrum is all of us, bro. Yeah, man, you're Fulcrum. I'm Fulcrum. Like the cat is Fulcrum, man. Yeah, that like, tree over there, Fulcrum. Like the dread pirate Robert. The dread pirate <laughs> Fulcrum, Fulcrum, man. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. I get it. <laughs> yeah, you got to open up your mind. Yeah. So that was that was an hmm. interesting thing that. It came about is maybe there's more than just uh, Ahsoka out there uh, giving out intel and all this. Because Ahsoka is not necessarily out there to anyone's knowledge. Yeah, exactly. So. Uh, yeah, they said they said, "Oh, it's Fulcrum," and uh, Ezra's like, "Ahsoka?" Like, nah, no, no, man. no. This do Fulcrum. It's like 
lots of them. Yeah. It gets really confusing. Our filing system is terrible. <laughs> to be honest with you, everything's it's just hard f- to remember all the other names. Yeah. <laughs> this is Fulcrum Bill. This is Fulcrum <laughs> Ahsoka. <laughs> this is Fulcrum <laughs> Johnny Cakes. <laughs> so that was pretty cool. We got to see uh, Sabine go toe to toe with Governor Price in a, a little, uh, you know, woman on woman action. Oh. Oh, cat fight. Not, yeah, not like that, though. It wasn't? No, well, I'm, I know where Mike's mind is. I mean, <laughs> we I, all know where Mike's mind is. Of course. Yeah. That's how I remember it, anyway. Yeah. Maybe that really happened. Yeah. It was, a, it was a good episode. It was, just, I always, uh, you know, I used to say, especially in the in the first season, that I like the one offs. I like the little episode that just contained stories. Yeah. But now the story's gotten so epic that I'm almost a little let down when it's just a contained story. This one was definitely. And I'm sorry, this is probably going to become uh, ongoing parlance, but this is very much a member berries episode. <laughs> you remember tie interceptors? You remember? I remember them. You, you remember wedge antilles? Like that's what this was. Hmm. That's the whole episode. Yeah, but I it was good. That. It was good, but right. it didn't really serve the bigger story. So I, I don't know that that's really a point against it or not. But at this point, the bigger story is big enough that it's like I want more of that. I want more of that. Yeah. Move it along. It was cool. It was cool. So we got some wedge on our side and hobby made it out. Okay. So looks like maybe hopefully they'll be returning characters. We'll see. <laughs> well, they are. Uh, they we'll returned we'll, an episode. We'll, in, we'll in the see movies. if they, they make it out, out of this whole thing. Hobby, are you with me? <laughs> character, point. character point. Yeah. Yep. What Good else? Job, character point. Anyway, moving on. Harris Ready. heroes. They never played that song the whole time. I was so upset. I know, that was surprising. That's maybe ridiculous. we should rewatch it. Maybe they did a, yeah, a maybe variation buried of in it. the background. Or they played it backward or something. Was there a Colonel Clink? They didn't have an overweight sergeant that said, I, I see nothing. I see him. nothing? Although they did have a bumbling commander, so there is that. Yeah, they did, but he was more bumble. Yeah, yeah, but he could have been bald. That's true. If he'd been bald, that- I would have accepted it. If he had a monocle, I would. Uh, yeah, it, that would also be <laughs> bald and or monocle would have sold that guy. Yes, pretty, absolutely. Pretty so cool. Harris Heroes, probably one of my favorite episodes. It was really good so far because it featured heavily one Grand Admiral Thrawn. I believe you meant to say Grand Admiral Thrawn. <laughs> this is how he sounds. I know it's that's how you know he's bad. Oh, I, I every time I hear, I'm not getting used to it. I'm actually hating the voice more and more. I still love the character and I love that it's there. I'm the, the opposite. I'm loving the voice, the voice more and more, more and more, getting under my skin. Right. It's they've given him kind of a weird, a very slightly strange accent, which I think is because you know he's an alien species from elsewhere, uh, not where the cat people from Skyrim. And, Chiss, uh, Corey Chiss. Chiss. He's from yeah. the Chiss Compendium or whatever the heck they're called. Chissinar. Yeah, he is Mithran Wodo. Just in our prime. By the way, do you think we're ever going to get his full name? Mithran Wodo? No, I don't know. Man. You guys ask him too be, much? I don't know. Well, Zahn is writing the novel. So I know. I'd welcome back on that button anytime yeah. for Mithran He's going to keep the name. Why would you change it? I don't. Why would you? No reason. That's a dumb question. Why would you change a lot of stuff that they have yeah. changed? We know why they've changed a lot of stuff, but there's a lot of other stuff there's no reason to, and they have. so, Or at least no reason to, in our humble opinions. But, but yeah, the oh the voice of Thrawn just yeah, I'm just everyone Ugh, everyone is just is a little sniveling <laughs> sick of it. Yeah. I want somebody to just walk in there and go I'm a bad guy. <laughs> you know? I'm bad. I do bad things. I hit things with rocks. <laughs> That's what Zeb does. 
That's, Zeb already does. And that. even Zeb has one of these voices. I'm <laughs> like, is you know, maybe he's a bad guy. Uh, whoa, uh oh, knock him in a pit. You'll know. Yep. Yep. He did fall out. in a pit, but then Callus got him out. Uh, ooh, that's that's accurate. They got oh, yeah, each other Callus, out. I forgot to mention last episode. Callus helped. Uh, you know, he helped Sabine, Sabine and, and and company escape. Yeah, so and he said, I can't you know, believe I forgot to mention. He that. said, no, tell Zeb we're even or whatever. Yeah. Except he called him by his full clan name and yeah. all that stuff. And I was like, what? I thought he was going to say, Z oh, wait, that's, same, that's the same. <laughs> same same guy. Same same dude. Same dude. Anyway, Harris Heroes. So we get a little bit of a peek at Harris Homestead, and it's quite large. And uh looks like the Imperials have taken it over as their base of operation on Ryloth. And uh, we're now uh, meet her, her daddy again. Yeah. You know? Yeah, Cham. Yep, he's back. He's been on Back. the show before. And he's there. It seems like the, the, uh, Ryloth, the, uh, Twi'leks on Ryloth are having a hard time doing anything because there's a new commander on the scene. That's beating them at their own, beating them at every step. Yep. And, uh, we, it's, there's this cool little scene where Hera goes in and she's trying to recapture a family heirloom. Yep, that's she's really trying to steal back to the family photo album. Yep. Family photo. That's basically what it is. It's just it's, a piece of art that yeah. keeps track of their lineage or whatevs. It's a little and, tiny totem pole. Yeah, it's a little T with with dangly things. Dangly things, right. Thrawn would not like me talking about it that way. Oh no. Because yeah, it it was it was actually in it was it, you can tell that uh the whole the whole company over there behind these, you know, writing and writing, directing, producing the show, they're like, Okay, guys, we're not just adding Thrawn to the show. We've got to do Thrawn justice. Yes, because Thrawn was a very specific. We, I mean, Imperial commanders in the EU were a dime a dozen. They almost all behaved the same way, with a few notable exceptions. And Thrawn is the biggest exception, where he had a very, very, very specific way of winning. Yes, and, and I think they they paired him up with the commander Slavin, or yeah. Slavin, who was there to kind of compare the two. Like, okay, yeah. here's here's the normal commander. He's kind of not think he just wants to you know wipe things out he's dismissing really everything out of hand like none of this yeah. matters because we're better than them exactly he's he's underestimating everybody and mm -hmm. just because oh we're the emperor so you got you got kind of that comparison between him and thrawn and yeah i thought that was a, a nice touch yeah and, and when it comes to this, this uh this heirloom thing this guy's like oh it's just some twi'lek junk you know yeah he keeps talking about it and thrawn's like no it's art and he keeps trying to talk to him about art and the guy's just like ah whatever yeah thrawn so just thrawn keeps like no this is important it's cool oh, yeah he does <laughs> he grabs him by the collar and he's just uh you know he's kind of talks him down it's like wow man now mind you thrawn's it's not being a nice guy because he's also stealing this thing yeah he's also takes it out of Hera's hands more or less and goes you know he goes i know what this is i know how important this is so i'm gonna keep it yeah. and Hera's like you got uh, what Son of a gun, you know. Uh, well, really, he's doing her a favor because the other the other commander would just wanted to destroy it. Well, so. but Hera said, "I would have sooner destroy it than let it fall into your hands." So is <laughs> he really? Yeah. So it, yeah. it's all it's more insulting because he's gonna keep it like it's his, yeah. and uh, and I, so yeah, Hera's po'd about that. But yeah, but but all, it is because he does have he has respect for it. Also, whatever he can learn from all of it, he's going to use against his enemies. Exactly. Yes. And it was, there was a cool scene where he captures Hera and um, Ezra's there in a, a, a stormtrooper scout uh, armor kit. 
And, you know, you're thinking, oh, like, here we go again. Ezra's here. He's going to, you know, rescue her. But no, as soon as Ezra reveals himself, Thrawn just drops him without <laughs> a second. Just like without moving, just drops Ezra with a stun blaster. Mm. And then the, the commander's just taken aback. Like, how did you know he was there? How did you know he was, the, you know, that guy? Right. Oh, they always travel. They always bring their friends. So it's cool how uh, Thrawn knew that it was Ezra or some or some other rebel there. I recognized him as soon as he saw him. Yeah. Oh, he's like, oh, come on. Yeah. <laughs> Which is something you don't see. We have never seen in this cartoon an actual competent commander. Because they always seem to be like, oh, look, we're in uniform. They can't see us. We're invisible. Woohoo. So it was cool to see. Yeah. Ah, uh, sorry, I about broke my hand and I'm kind of reeling in pain right now. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you're getting too excited about Thrawn, I man. got really excited and my hands were under the table just moving furiously. <laughs> and now I've got a big bruise on my hand. Anyway, uh, yeah, like I, they did a lot of really great stuff in this episode. As serious as it was, you know, here's like, I got to get back to family photo album. Like uh, there are certain scenes like when she comes out and she's like her dad's there and they're trying to do a prisoner exchange her for her dad. And she goes, listen, dad, I'm really sorry. And he's like, no, it's OK. We'll <laughs> we'll re- rebuild our family history, blah, blah. And she's like, oh, no, I don't mean about that. I mean about the house. And like <laughs> the entire town explodes. <laughs> yeah, she, Jeez. It's pretty great. Yeah, she. T- it's pretty funny because uh, they she uh, talked to Chopper to go and uh, set up these explosives, and Chopper just grabs all these uh, detonators and just starts. He's just whistling, you know, rolling down the hall, like putting them on walls, like boop boop, and he's just whistling while he works. It's, it's pretty yep. hilarious. Like I get to blow stuff up. I'm a Woo-hoo. droid. Happy day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was a good episode. It was, yeah. and it definitely, it was more in service, I think, of the larger story because of the development of Thrawn and showing showing the lay person how Thrawn operates. And we've already seen Thrawn uh, before when they were like, let's kill all these rebels, and Thrawn's like, no, let them go. They're going to have their yeah. day. And it was because if let them go, let them go back and infect everybody with what's happened here while I know how they're going to react. Right. Because that's the way Thrawn is. Thrawn's like, I'm not going to wipe you out now. I'm going to let you go back to the colony. Go back to the ant colony with the poison that I put in you and <laughs> think, spread it all. You know, I think he was calling it his experiment in, in the yeah. episode. Like he he's experimenting to see how far they'll go and what they're capable of. Right. Because yeah, what was, their methodology is. It was kind of like the same thing here. He's still not lost. No. He never loses. That's the thing that's 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 infuriating and he, awesome about Thrawn. Even if he loses a battle, he he's already figuring out how to he's already knowing he's already got planned out how that's going to benefit him. He, he chose to lose. I mean, he chose not to win this time around. Like he could have easily destroyed the entire ghost crew. He had them in his sights. He just, he just chose not to, because it's more valuable to learn from them to just to blow them out of the sky Yep. and try to find the rest of the unknown rebels. And all right. That. Exactly. Yeah. Good Thrawn. Good Thrawn. Everybody. Good Thrawn. Good Thrawn. Right. Good, right. Thrawn. good Thrawn. Hey, hey guess what? Good it's Thrawn. time for the pork and bite of the week. Oh, we get to do one. Yes. Again. I don't know if y'all know this, but that R2 unit that had a bad motivator. Yeah, R4. He won R5D4. Yeah, he won an R2 unit R because he was R5D4. And I don't know if y'all know this either, but he was force sensitive. What? Because if you read the Tales stories in Star Wars Tales number one, revealed that. He was, in fact, force sensitive and had a force vision about R2-D2 in his future role in the galaxy. 
<laughs> what the did hell he... did I just listen to? Where did he keep the midichlorian? <laughs> I have to actually cite uh, looper.com. This article, it actually could be to address your question, Kerry. He said, presumably because a Jedi sneezed a whole lot of midichlorians on it once or something. <laughs> I thought he used it as lubricating oil or yeah, something. Yeah, that could nice, be. That nice, could nice, be. nice, nice, nice. Yeah, so, perfect. yeah, there's that. But guess what, guys? It's time to talk about the rumors. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Uh, rumors. I love rumors. I love this song. Let's just oh. let's just call it like, like it is. Joss Whedon in the news this week. Oh, hey, I know that guy. The dude who made yeah. the cabin in the woods. The guy, uh, the Avengers guy. The dude who made yeah. the Avengers in the Avengers 2. He's the Avengers yeah. guy. The dude that's, the, the made the Buffy the Vampire Slayer. The Firefly yeah. guy. No, I was going to say, that's all he ever made ever. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> well, Joss, Sorry, I ruined it. That's all right. That's all right. Slash Film is reporting this week that Joss Whedon actually has expressed interest in making a Star Wars he story. Did. He already did. He did? Yeah. He did. What's called it called? Serenity. Oh, Firefly. Oh. Right. No, that's not a joke. <sighs> okay. Second best Han Solo ever. <laughs> yes, Captain Mao. Yeah. yeah. The, the, uh, is it is it is it dumb? Is it are we so far past it that it's no longer uh, okay to say? But say, listeners, if you're a fan of Star Wars, go watch Firefly and Serenity. I don't know. There I, might be people young enough that they miss that whole craze. Oh, I'm sure there are, but I, I mean, I mean, it's it's still so common. Was in it a craze? Really? Not at the time. Really? Not at the no, time. Af- after Serenity came out, it was. Yeah, that's very true. That's very true. But my gosh. I started rewatching, and I still love that thing. It's show great so much. It's, it's, it's great. I'm gonna have so to well give it made. another uh, another shot because I never got past the first episode. <laughs> you, well, the first episode you can't you can't ever judge a show on its first. episode. I know. First episode solid. Second time around, except for yeah. but the first time you don't have any idea what you're looking at, so yeah. it doesn't make, you have to you have to piece a lot together. I know. But Did you watch the movie first? No, I've, I've not watched oh, it. You know what's funny? A lot of people watch the movie first and then go back and watch. I had been exposed to the series and I wasn't into it at all. Saw the movie, couldn't understand why it was so familiar. Saw it with a friend of the show, Brandon. And both of us were like, man, that movie was so familiar. And we didn't know why. <laughs> yeah. And then we figured out, oh, wait, it's this show. And I watched the show and I was like, I love this show. This is one of the best shows ever made. Yeah, it's one of the few <laughs> series you should get into by watching the last the, yeah, happened. the very last story first. Hmm. Okay, yeah. maybe yeah. that. Maybe and then that's you get really mad because they only made one season. Yeah, yeah. Like Aww. my mother, when I got Aww. my parents to watch it, my mom goes, "Okay, put in the next one." I'm like, "About that." <laughs> <laughs> so sorry. Sorry, we so sorry. We, we jubbled so a little sorry. early. <laughs> oh, I get it. <laughs> it's like the bounty hunter. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that dude was was in the Union Army. This uh, <laughs> this the story by Slash Film. Talks a little bit, uh, they were, I guess he was interviewed recently and mentioned that uh, he actually was considered to be part of episode seven, which he really didn't have much interest in. Basically, he said he just thought that the he main- was still in a post Avengers coma. Well, and that, well, <laughs> it wasn't post Avengers. Actually, he re- one of the main reasons he passed on it was because he was in the middle of all that. He was in the middle of Age of Ultron. He and was, it was just falling not- into an Avengers coma. <laughs> <laughs> But I, I, he also mentions in here that he just he he just wasn't sure about being part of the mainline story, the Skywalker story, and and all that stuff. It yeah, just being he just thought it would just be too 
constricting on him. He felt like that, you know, Marvel had given him enough room to to kind of spread his wings a little bit. But yet he said several times about Avengers 2 that that's what started weighing on him was all the constriction. Sure. That was part of well, I mean, he yeah. went he went into the first Avengers, not the first Avengers. He went into the Avengers, the motion picture. I don't know what to call it. <laughs> Avengers. He went into that thinking one like Uma Thurman. bright eyed. And yeah, that's the one. Uh, and he went in bright eyed and bushy tailed. He's like, I'm Joss Whedon. I enjoy nerdy things in life. I'm fun. I used to live next door to Chris Hardwick. Wee! And then he comes out of Avengers 2 like, nobody look me in the eye. <laughs> Social media can suck it. You know, like, I hate everyone. Leave me alone. No, I like you guys, your fans, but leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> I love Joss Whedon. I love his work. Across the board, I mean, I've I, I I I've moved in and out of appreciation for Buffy. I'm on the line there, but the rest of it, you know, there's a body, lot of episodes. Yeah, there sure are. I like a lot, but yeah, it was. I think real big fans of Joss Whedon could feel the difference in him when he was under that giant oppressive, like, oh man, I committed to this and I got to get through it and blah blah. And I go, oh dude, Star Wars ain't gonna be any ain't gonna be any nicer. Well, yeah, basically that's what he felt like. But he's basically said since then, you know, since all the hype surrounding Rogue One has come out and he's seen, you know, he's only seen what we've seen with, you know, trailers and everything. He just, he feels like, ah, geez, boy, doing one of these side stories. Yeah, specifically doing the (laughs) side one. Which is where I would love to see him. And I I agree. I think that would be, well, and, you know. Rogue One would have been the perfect film for him. And let's not call them side stories. I feel that is so demean degrading for what these are. They are not side stories. What they are is, their own stories. Are they a story on the side? No. Well, They're yeah, but Corey, I mean, let's, uh, yeah, but we've Wars got, story. we've got the mainline story. We've got the Skywalker story the Skywalker and we're, wherever, saga. wherever that's the Skywalker Waker. saga. I'm going to, I'm coining it right now. It's the Skywalker no, saga. It's Skywalker the 3PO saga. saga. Well, and no, whatever, it's, it's Star Wars, whatever the new trilogy is going to be. We don't know. <laughs> but Han that, Solo. I mean, we do have a mainline story. <laughs> And I mean, these are yeah, Hansel are Hansel. Mainline. Now you're just bringing your drug terms into it, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, I there's just, a difference here. I man. really, I've wanted forever to have movie Star Wars movies that were not about the primary characters that we've already been familiar with. I've always wanted this desperately, and now it's happening just a couple of months from just sinking my teeth into that. Is it related? To the story, yeah, but I still don't want to call it a side story because each of these is a movie with its own characters that are predominantly unique characters and everything. And I just, the terminology side story or, or anything like the spinoff movie, I'm always like, I mean, it's it's truish, but it it stings. It's like, I want this. I get you. To, I feel you. It's part of the, the larger, well, it's part of the larger canon, which this to we be will. the new normal, man. Yeah, I feel you, man. And it's going to be. It's I a mean, side story. All of this is going to crystallize someday yeah. into. The new canon that the you know Legends was to us, I think at some point. So, and then it'll get erased away. But keep. I just, I just, I mean, ground while dying in the fire. It's important <laughs> to point out that Joss Whedon is in no way tied to Star Wars right now. Well, yeah, but I think know. it's interesting that he's, he's a Disney insider. Well, I think it's interesting that he is now expressing interest in this, and I think that the appropriate people will take notice. Yeah, and I would not be surprised if at some point. He's offered something. Uh, uh, yeah. what, what, Boba Fett. Joss, Boba Fett movie. Joss, what kind of movie uh, are you thinking about doing with Star Wars? Oh, Heist. I don't know. Uh, Heist. What kind of, what, 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 what time period are you talking about? Well, we've got Rogue One, Episode 8, Han Solo 1, Episode 9, Han Solo 2. We can pencil you in between Episode 10, not announced yet, and Han Solo 3. So <laughs> 2044, can we just, can I pencil in your head in a jar? 
So can we can we do the uh, the whole Leia and Stranger Things girl? Oh movie? yeah, <laughs> Eleven from Stranger yeah, 11. Things. There's there's a gif out there that that Mike has uh, discovered. And, no, not me. Somebody. Well, not I didn't me. say you made it. It was me, jerks. Yeah, it was yeah, Garrett. That, yeah, that's what I said. It was Mike. Um, and <laughs> Wait a and the Mike. the image compares L Eleven, who is you know what is she like 13, 14? Tops, 12, um, this young girl uh, against different pictures of Carrie Fisher when she was younger, not that young, but younger and uh, and and making similar expressions. And it's just like, wow, her facial structure is very similar to Carrie Fisher's. So my response was, well, if they're going to make a Leia spinoff, they're using the terminology myself. They better do it quick because, you know, kids age quickly. What? But, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, I want... For Joss Whedon, I'd almost want something that's almost completely original within Star Wars. Yeah, but at he the same time, Rogue One, man, he should have done. Yeah, it. Rogue One would have been a good piece. For a but group of misfits trying to like uh, it would have been, but this is water and... under the bridge, man. Yeah. And so I, well, well, let me ask you guys this, okay? I also would worry that people would be comparing everything to Firefly, every aspect of it. I I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I just wonder how, yeah, maybe maybe some older folks that have seen Firefly, I don't think that there's a, Firefly had enough mass appeal that people are going to be, I, I wouldn't. You hear that, kids? You friggin' millennials, Mike thinks you don't watch Firefly. Uh, Mike Archbold. Mike hates Firefly. <laughs> maybe, maybe you do, maybe you don't. I just don't think that it's going to be that much of an impact and that much of a comparison. Maybe not, but I not mean. Not in my mind. Well, the thing is, Joss Whedon is great with the ensemble picture that's got a lot of, like, like pithy lines and quirky humor and stuff. And Oh, by the way, that was all firefly. So yep. if he does it in star Wars, it is, if he does exactly that in star Wars, which is his strength, it's, it's going to taste similar and be comparable, which may not, might not make for good bedfellows. So. Unless they did a firefly star Wars crossover. Do they have, Ooh, and I they can't can do that. <laughs> I can't remember. Cause it's been so long. This, I mean, the only, in my mind, the only thing that's, a possibility because Han Solo's under development would be and and F eight and nine are under development would be this Boba Fett that would be in yes. my mind. But, but it don't have they to be have Boba Fett? That's not even well. That's it, not a thing. Well, I, I know, but the, I guess that's what I'm saying. Okay, movies. that that movie that is unnamed because heist, okay. the they movie. haven't said that it's Boba Fett. Uh, a bounty hunter ensemble it's film Boba I could Fett. I could handle where Boba oh, Fett yeah. where Boba mm, Fett is okay. not the primary character but Just, a secondary right. character like an important secondary. Yeah, I could get behind Dengar's that. there. Yeah, it's all from Dengar's Fox. point of view. He has, to keep moving the, he has to keep brushing the toilet paper out of his face. I mean, I think there are people associated with that film. I mean, we haven't heard much about it, but I mean, I think we were hearing about writers, and that might be where the... Who wrote the Rebels episode? You guys were Widow. just talking. Widow. Yeah, Witta. I think Witta was tied but to I that think they're, But that's film. A bit, they're just trying to make it stick. It ain't stuck yet. Yeah, right. That's what I'm Which saying. It could be I think anything. that's pretty open right now. Yeah, yeah, agreed. So yeah, I, I know they're they're floating a lot of rumors out there to get people's reactions. They've kind of come out and said something to that effect. Yeah. Well, I I and would be interested what, in this, and I'm the, kind of maybe crossing the fingers, hopeful that he would be considered for that, or maybe even <laughs> maybe Doctor Afra movie. Maybe no, not yes. Doctor Afra. I'm thinking <laughs> I'm thinking maybe replacing Colin Trevorrow and up nine. <laughs> <laughs> Colin. Well, there, there's there's a lot of uh, um, a lot of talk board. with what's his uh, Obi Wan dude, uh, Ewan McGregor. That he kind of 
almost alluded to they're in talks with about something. Well, yeah, yeah, and that's, he, he, that's, made, he made enough squawks earlier that I think someone's finally come around and started. Now, but how? Because he said, "I'm not. I don't know if I'm allowed to say anything." Right, right. So, but could you imagine Whedon doing an Obi Wan movie? That seems weird to me. That seems like a weird because Obi Wan at this point in our minds he's kind of a loner. So we'd have he'd have to take that and turn that back around because Whedon does best. I mean, all of his best work are ensembles. Well, we don't really know. What Obi Wan was do- old Ben that's, was doing. That's one of our, right, our right, rumors saying, on this, so we might as well hit on that. The only narrative we have, yeah, so, would have to be spun around. Oh, we kind of yeah. do because it's in the comics. That's true. It, 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 I mean, for the most part, he's they his job was to lot. make oh, sure right. make sure Luke stayed on the straight and narrow. Well, they, they run the risk of crapping all over what they've done in the comics if they do a movie like. Well, that. it doesn't mean Obi Wan can't go off on a oh, week he long could adventure. Do, he could do little no. side jobs. Exactly. Yeah. No, I don't think there's any question about that. I think there's enough room there that. Uh, hell, it's 18 years or something, right? Uh, I mean, that's a long time. <laughs> they could do a lot of stories with Obi-Wan. <laughs> 18 years of him just sitting on the edge of the property. <laughs> just, you know. Kicking like, rocks. Like, yeah, kicking rocks. Every now and then pulling out like a vape pen. Fighting bounty hunters. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Turning lightsaber on and off. Hunting hunting Tusken Raiders for sport because who doesn't? Yeah. yeah that's yeah. what you do. Yeah. So, hmm. I, uh, I. I definitely like the idea. I, I I only worry about how they would fit him in and being comp- compared to Firefly, which is not a problem, but just a curiosity. And then also, I like Joss Whedon as a person so much that I worry about what it would do to him. <laughs> because I swear, Age of Ultron almost made him swear off movies. <laughs> he was so curmudgeon and rightfully so, I'm sure. By the time that wrapped, I so. think he did a great job on those movies. He did. I love Age of Ultron. I mean, I people poo poo that movie often, and yeah. I think it's great. really, yes, yeah. Their, I mean, it's, it's crazy. They, well, they Not crammed the they crammed a Not lot. The they crammed a lot of stuff oh, into that, that movie. That movie's beyond ridiculous, but I still like the heck out of it. No, I, I'm, I mean, for me, jo- as much as they crammed in, I think he did as about as good of a job as you possibly do trying to cram it's, that story together. And I think I have a feeling that that was a huge part of what was wigging him out. Probably. It's okay, but it's no Batman versus Superman. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, guys? No, you're no what? You know what? You're exactly right. Because it's okay, it's no Batman versus Superman. <laughs> That's right. Because that ain't okay. No. No, no, it's not. not well, speaking way, of uh, Obi-Wan and Ewan McGregor, he is back in the news again. Oh, yeah. it was well, on the is on the docket. It is on the docket. Den of Geek is reporting that uh, Ewan's out there talking about Obi-Wan again. Apparently, he was nice. out there. Um, promoting his new movie and his directorial debut. And, of course, the topic of Star Wars came up again. And as has been with him recently, he was all about chatting Star Wars up. And uh, How great would it be to see Obi-Wan in a movie that doesn't suck? Uh, I, I know. We've said, we said this, we yeah, said this before. Four didn't suck. Ewan McGregor as Obi-Wan in a, in a, in a movie that well, doesn't kind of suck. Memor- oh, okay. you know, memorably, you know, back when the original... <laughs> you know, prequels came out and, you know, shortly thereafter, you know, Ewan McGregor, when they would interview him about his experience with Star Wars, was a little sour sometimes, maybe not very complimentary uh, of the experience. But um, since Ep7, the announcement of Ep7 and and going forward here, every time they talk about it, he seems very receptive to it. 
There's nothing at this point that indicates that they have any plans yeah. to do anything like that. I mean, I'm trolling. But, I'm trolling when I say the prequels suck. Obviously, I, I think the acting sucks because the direction was god awful or not there. Yeah, right. I mean, we've talked about this. Yeah, right. right. And but I really like you and McGregor. I mean, I mean, come on, cut me some slack. I just watched episode one again last week. Oh, nice. so great, man! Because, oh, shut up, awesome. Shut That's up. That's a masterpiece. You know why we watched it? Because I I reminded my daughter that Maul was in it, and she's into Rebels. Yeah. So she wanted to watch it again for that because oh, she didn't remember. Yeah. I don't blame her there. So, yeah, she lost interest about before. Yeah, we, you know, right around the time we got Maul, to Auto Gunga, she was out. <laughs> you know, speaking of Maul, Ray Park actually tweeted out a little while ago. He tweeted? About, yeah, he tweets. Ray Park. No, when, he's not, when he's not kicking did, fools. Did he tweet you? That's what I'm asking. Yeah, he tweeted me directly to yeah. say, hey, man. Actually, he tweets you know, all of his, it's all DMs to Garrick, and then Garrick is supposed to tweet. You know, he's besties with, yeah. uh, with, uh, Potter, you guys know this, right? Oh yeah, because yeah, no, they're both British. I yeah. think he's sleeping on his couch. <laughs> yeah, crashing yeah. together. Anyway, he yeah. tweeted out a while ago about Darth Maul, and he said, "Wouldn't it be when?" And he tweeted out a picture of Maul fighting uh, Obi Wan. He's like, "Wouldn't this be nice? Maybe sometime soon." Dot dot dot. <gasps> something what? to that effect. So that got you know that got everyone up in arms like oh my god Darth Maul's coming back. Well, they couldn't get up in legs because Darth Maul ain't got none. <laughs> uh, I think he was just trolling. he only got half a body. He didn't even have. He didn't even have a waste, man. What if what if Obi Wan came back and actually helped save Darth Maul? From what? His own spider legs. Himself. And he's the one who put spider legs on him. Oh, yeah. You didn't know Obi Wan had a penchant for spider legs. Mm. Yeah. He kinda already did that in the clone. Learned ones. that before he got picked to be a Padawan. He was working on those agriculture uh farms and, and, <laughs> oh, yeah, and learned to right. make spider legs yep. to help pick <laughs> fruits and things. You guys need to watch the clone ones. It's all to have. I read those in the Jedi Apprentice uh children's novels. Yes. You didn't read those before episode one. Those were the yeah. only things you could get that were. Prequels. Those were the best. Oh, they weren't bad. They weren't bad. And it, yeah, and he had a, he had an evil Padawan. That yeah, went yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the old days, I tell you. So, anywho, yeah, I'm. I, I've I, we've said it before. I'm all for it. I'm all. I want. I want you and McGregor to have another crack at it. You know, I want it to he be. He just he keeps popping up. It's but over I mean, and over and over again. I just the thing is, I'd say the same thing about Hayden Christensen. Except there's no way to do it except to just another an inserted prequel movie. There's no way to do that. But for Obi Wan, there is because you got this big gap of time. When are we? Let me ask you guys this: When are we going to find out what this third uh, Star Wars story is going to be? I mean, if and it's going to be a Boba Fett or if it's going to be an Obi Wan, you think, still, think it's that far out? I think uh, they're still trying to figure out what the timing would be. If the Han Solo movie is a Han Solo trilogy, then they don't have any fires to light. <laughs> Where are we getting true. this Han Solo trilogy thing? I I'm not hearing much about this. Really? Yeah. I the thought rumor. we were. The rumor is that they were still very heavily well, considering just, breaking that into a trilogy. Oh God. Kind of like, kind of like J.K. Rowling announcing that Fantastic Beast is a five-part series. Well, what if, what screw if it's J.K. A, Rowling. What if it's a trilogy, but it's different characters played by the same actors? They're they're gonna, <laughs> dude. If they turn Han Solo into a trilogy without, and so it's a Christopher Guest saga. If we, literally, I'm serious. If we go from a Rogue One to a Han Solo trilogy, I'm gonna shoot myself in the head because no, I, yeah, we need we need I more don't. we need more original stories. I agree. I mean, well, the Han Solo ones will be original no, stories. No, because they won't have anything to do with the Bullshit, Han Solo it's novels the same. that were awesome. So yes, underappreciated. We need a Revan so movie. Just the AC Crispin a Han Revan movie. Yeah. I, I would, yeah. I'd. What do you guys think about the? There's a lot of chatter now about um about well, this Knights of the Old Republic, man. 
What? And uh, turning that into a series. Is anybody tweaking on that? There, tweaking day nips, as a matter of fact, Howie. <laughs> there's also someone on Imager who posts a Star Wars gif every day, hoping in, just, in hopes that they will make a Knights of the Trigger Old Republic it. 3. Yeah. Every day. And some, and it makes the front page most of the time. You know, and, and, and I'm just like, oh, valiant effort. You have my up, dude. But, but I... I've, Seriously, it. Uh, you know if, what we've talked if about. They, if we have two concurrent trilogies, just shoot me. Just, just put me out of my misery. Because really, would that even be necessary? No, I, I'm not. Uh, these side stories are a great idea. These anthology films, whatever we're calling them, I like that idea. I don't like the thought of a trilogy of anything right. inside of a trilogy. You're right. That, I, that really just. I mean, past Ep Nine. Okay, we'll talk. My but. my thing is, all right. Let's get our heads out of our butts. Let's not treat the movies like we used to treat the. Uh, you know, uh, the, the EU authors, just because you made a movie that's got some characters in it doesn't mean we can't make a completely unrelated movie that has the same character sure, in it. Right. It doesn't have to be a sequel. It can be a completely new story and only like 20% of your mains carry over, but we trade off all these characters and we use them because we're building a larger, right. uh, a larger, what's right. the word I'm looking for? Story, uh, mythology, yeah. mythos, we're, you know, exactly the mythos we're, we're building. We're, I, I don't understand what it's like, we're, I think we're still in this mindset where everything's boxed in by project. And I'm like, no, you've got one group of people who are in charge of everything. It's time to start sharing. It's time to start cross-pollinating. I mean, yeah, we're still... Well, that's why I think the we're only right. Thing we've we got, love, man. The only thing we've got is Mon Mothma and uh, and Saul Goodman or whatever. Well, right. that's the with interesting the thing. I mean, they're doing <laughs> stuff like this with TV series. Yeah, right. Like that's where the, I'm going. The Chicago series. Uh, uh, all the Chicago emergency Chicago fire, Chicago fire, Chicago, <laughs> Chicago Look, hospital, Chicago one. PD blue. Yeah. We've got so they, much. The, all the, Isn't that the, just called ER? <laughs> but I mean, they, they're crossing over. Like there's one on one, the actors on one series sure. that actually and go the on the other. They do it all Super the time. Girl. That's mm-hmm. why I bring up this TV thing because it feels like to me, we're ripe for that. We're ready for that because We've got so many movies announced and we're through 2020, you know, before, you know, we don't have a year without a movie. Yeah. You know, that let's like, let's look at other things. And to me, live action TV, it's there, man. It's well, there for the taking. Not going to do it. Gonna do it. They're backing news, away from Mike. that. I got some good news for you. What's that? There is a currently a petition on change.org. <laughs> those always come true. They, those always come true, yes. To bring back the old Republic era of Star Wars to Netflix. Yes, I know. And it That's currently what... has 104,000 signatures. Hey, Howie. Noise. Yes. Out of 150,000. Oh, wait, no, wait, wait. I know, Nigel. <laughs> yes. Wait. I need a story for a for a. Uh, we need to make a TV program, but it needs to be more expensive than Game of Thrones. Any ideas, then? <laughs> um, Game of Thrones two. No, we already got that one in the in the plan. We we've got season. Oh. We've written up through season two. BM's oh. Revenge. My, oh. that's, my 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 point is, I mean, Star Wars, especially Old Republic, would be so expensive. Worth it, uh, probably. If it's quality, you know what they they did Battlestar Galactica. I know that was that was Star not Wars would be more cheap. expensive. You know what? I don't know. You know I think they could do that quality and get away with it. Though khakis and tank tops, not they can, not Persian rugs. They can get away. I think they could get away with it if they wanted to. If they were if they put their minds to it, they could make it happen. That was, they can absolutely make that it. Was happen. Shots from the head up. That man. was on Sci Fi Channel. I'll <laughs> yeah. give you that. I'll yeah, give it you was. That. 
So and, I, and Firefly was on Fox. Yeah, well, right? not well, not long, not for long. Nope, not really. That's and that's part of the problem right there. Look, it's well, possible it with the right budget and and the right you know backers and and everything else. Big big budget. The right budget's a big budget. I don't know, well, man. It's Star Wars we're talking about, though. Yeah, yeah. But what about pre old Republic? You put all that you put all that cost into it, right? Disney's going to make that money back on merchandising and stuff like that. But how much is it going to cost Netflix to secure the rights? How much is it going to cost you know whoever to secure the rights? I to know. Air it? I'm not saying this is easy. Yeah. I'm just so saying I wish you would go down it a different before path. it's even even you know. I know. Just slap it aired on Disney. Slap an expensive make a way, man. Black, you know what? Love will make a way. Tie on me and negotiate my golden parachute strings. I'm ready for the boardroom. Pooping things before they even hit. We are in a day and age right now, right now of of the TV show, man. Movies, in my opinion, are almost passe because they're you're so limited in what you can do and telling the story. Age of Ultron was a perfect example. I mean that that really to tell that story, you needed more time than a two hour movie or three hour movie or you whatever the hell it was. Well, some of the stuff needed to be left on the cutting room floor too. Yeah, they they could have left some things out. They were trying to. There was some stuff they were trying to squeeze in that. Like, you know, okay, they wanted to set up the Scarlet Witch, which meant also having in, uh, uh, you know, uh, Speedy, Speedy McGee and uh, <laughs> Quicksilver, Speedy Lightning Fast Man. And uh, kick ass. And the, Quicksilver, Corey. Quicksilver. Kick ass. And oh, yeah, the, the Silver Streak. And uh, what it ended up happening is that they just, you know, spoilers, killed him because they didn't really need it. And but then it's like okay, you could have just brought in a new character with a lot simpler than doing the post credit sequence setup of a earlier film and you know all that stuff. It, they put a lot of effort into squeezing in some stuff that was probably more, could have been easily handled. My like my point Thor my point Cave of Wonders. My point isn't <laughs> yeah. this though. My point Trip is balls. that is that films you're limited in what you can present, and TV shows to me are where that's where people are making money now, man. I mean. And, and people love the TV show. They're making money in the theater, though. Uh, yeah. Eh. But yeah, I, I, again, HBO, you're, I, again, you're still limited. You've got two, two and a half Westworld. hours that you can tell a story. If you've I got know, a TV I series, agree. I mean, you've got 14 hours know. You know, of a year, you know, a, a season. Mike, Mike, I'm going to level with you. Do that. Uh-oh, here we go. I want what you want. <laughs> me too, man. You're We're just all telling me it's not possible. That's my fear. Mm-hmm. I'm just nothing tell- is. Impossible. I don't know. Here's the thing. You they've been, they've how been, much? They've been talking about doing this show since before Ep three came out, and the rumors keep coming back up, and and Disney keeps squashing them. They keep going. Yeah, we're getting away from that. Every time Freaking it comes up, Disney. like they they're like, yeah, no, no, like no, well. But peep, someone drums up the rumor, and they officially come out and say we are not pursuing that. And so if they keep squashing, if they are so sure they don't want to do it, then someone's being the realistic devil's advocate, you know, which is in this case is me going, okay, as best I can figure, these are the reasons that they don't want to do it because they have clearly expressed that for now, they don't want to do it. I know, but but what's, what's Game of Thrones budget, do you think? A lot. No, because their costumes aren't. No, their costumes, but they don't have to have nearly as many effects. They have a lot. But they wouldn't need to have as many visual effects as a Star Wars show. I don't now, know that you would need that many effects. I mean, you would need more, but you got I don't. Some th- space stuff. You got a little more animation. I, do you in have there. to? Does it have to be in space? No, but some of it, yes. I mean, does it have to be focused there? No, but realistically, there's got to be some in there. Otherwise, what it turns into is <gasps> Deep Space Nine, and I don't want that. I like Deep Space Nine. Deep Space Nine. Hey, we need to make a Star Trek movie. How do we keep it cheap? Let's just buy a mall and film it there. Okay, we're good. 
Yeah, but it had Odo who could change his form, and Quark was delightful. You know what? To me, to me, that what they're doing in TV now and in special effects is sufficient, man. Just watch it. I mean, you can tell the difference between a flying Superman in in Supergirl and a flying Superman in you know Bats versus Supes. There's a clearly a difference there in in quality, but I think the TV. The TV it's quality good. is is acceptable. It is. It we is. swallow it. It is. it is. But there's going to be someone in charge of going. Is it is it is acceptable good enough for the Star Wars brand? Yeah. Right. And mm. and I that's true. I respect. I respect if someone says no, it's not. Maybe I don't. I don't know what I agree. I, would, I, I was going to say I would swallow. Um. A, and I don't want to use the word dumbed down, but I think you know what I'm saying. C dubbed up a bit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The CW. The CW look. Which I, well, again, I love those shows. Even even a Battlestar Galactica, you know, something that they've done on Sci-Fi. I mean, the, the, I mean, yeah, the special effects in that TV show are amazing. Thing, yeah. It's all in the same location, but and they know, all wear the same stuff. The other thing about Battlestar is that they had a story that was in service of the fact that they were in these ships almost all the time. You know what I mean? I'm that, just that saying that it can be done. And that's the same with Deep Space Nine. Deep Space Nine was a space station. It justified the containment. When you do something, Star Wars is much is is more about wanderlust. And without that, is it Star Wars? I don't know. Yeah, I, that's think, not, I think it's harder. I think I it's, it's harder to peg it. I, I don't know. If and I that's agree if with you that. want to peg it. That's if you want to pin it down to that. I don't necessarily want that pinned down to that. But maybe I mean, they should do a Corsac NYPD Blue. I just don't know that that be awesome that. TV like TV sci-fis have made that much money. I don't know that Battlestar made that much money. I'm sure for sci-fi it was amazing, but the, I think it made a buttload of money because they kept trying to reboot it for true. years. That's true. <laughs> that's fair. That's, yep. that's really fair. Maybe, maybe, but but remember how terrible and crappy oh, those yeah, were. They were awful. They yeah. were trying to make right. them cheaper. Right. True. So true. maybe that's indicative of something. Yeah. I don't know, but I, I mean, I don't want I don't want a, a Star Wars where I can see the frayed edges. I want Star Wars to be nice and tight. And if they can do that with a Netflix series, they can put that much money into it. Oh, hell yes. If not, uh, you know, you're giving me a movie a year. I'll just shut up. You know, film oh, every year, up. plus all the other media. I'm, I'm I might. I'm eat with that, unless it's a Hans. I think. I think ultimately. I think ultimately, at some point, and right now, the official word from Disney is they're not looking at TV show until after 2020. But I think really? at, they're at gonna some stay up point, and watch 2020 and then figure it out. <laughs> is that show not anymore. All I'm saying is, at some point, they've got to spread their wings past died, the cinematic, right? uh, cinematic presentation. They have I, to. I think really where the route they need to go is more of the puppet route, like Fraggle Rock. Oh. oh, that's coming back too. I'm down with that. Yeah, in Fraggle, Fraggle Rock's Rock. coming back, baby. Down in Fraggle Rock. Yep. Down in Fraggle Rock. Bump bump. What am I going to get another Jim Henson's Creature <laughs> Show challenge? This is not okay. Sci-fi. Down in Fraggle yeah. Rock. Well, guys, the last story I had under rumors: uh, the fate of Uncar Plutt. Do you guys know who Uncar Plutt yeah. is? Yeah. You do? Who's I that? Love yeah. nope. I love Uncar Plutt. Who that? He's nope. awesome. Unker Plutt. Yeah. Unker Plutt would be. He's actually my second cousin, but we call him Unker. <laughs> Simon know. Pegg, right? He's also known as Simon Pegg. He would be, he's the Simon Pegg character in The Force him. Awakens. Well, apparently. Um, Chief Engineer Scotty, right? Yes, that would be that Get would be the down. same. <laughs> that would be the same I'm one, yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> that was my Scottish accent. You could eat like a pig. Crikey. Keep going, guys. <laughs> all night. We can hear these all night. Yes, yes, we could. The Winchester. 
Well, he's the big, he's a big blobby. Is that Sergeant Angel? Get a look at his eyes. <laughs> he was a big blobby the guy on Jakku that claimed to own the Millennium Falcon. All right. The guy that I guess was took the portion charge guy. of. Yeah. The portions guy. One half portion. You mean to tell me you ain't never seen bad boys too. <laughs> <laughs> we called it collision. <laughs> Well, apparently in a in a new behind the scenes deleted uh, deleted scene, I guess from the three the deep three D DVD release. <laughs> I guess you got to just keep saying numbers and letters. You? Uh, I know. <laughs> release of the film. Um, uh, th- apparently, the fate of Uncar Plutt is is discovered and, and revealed now, and uh, has something to do with a Wookiee um, removing appendages. Yep, in a yep. deleted scene. We heard a rumor about this, but we, we, did, we right. couldn't contextualize it before we saw the film. Right. I think it was in the novel, right? It was, it yeah, because, yeah, they re- referenced the novel in this article saying that that's what uh, ended up happening. Yep. But uh, I you, guess the you set- learned why you let the Wookiee win. <laughs> the setup for it is that apparently Unkar Plutt, after um, Ray and Finn steal the Falcon and, and leave Jakku, somehow he follows them to... <clears throat> Um, uh, uh, what's Maz the Kanata's Kata- yeah, Maz Kanata's yeah. castle? Maz, planet Maz. <laughs> yeah, planet. Somehow he ends up there. He tracks him there somehow, and he confronts Ray, and and uh, he's uh, getting pretty rough with Ray. And next thing you know, Chewbacca shows up, and um, I guess takes matters into his own hands yep. by taking yep. Unkar's hands. <laughs> Yep, he gave him he gave him the double Jedi. Oh yeah, he took both his hands off. Yeah, so and uh, oh, guess what? That's too rough for the kid. Can you imagine that movie? <laughs> that movie, Having that run. movie, which is ninety five percent like cutesy cutesy. I love Force Awakens, but it is yes. very much a kid friendly movie. Yes, almost. I mean, it's not like it's not Episode One, but it's. <laughs> You know. you know what that reminds me of? We What's were that? talking about Napoleon Dynamite earlier. The scene where the kids are on the school bus and Lyle's in the field holding the shotgun up to the cow. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what would have happened. That, that, is, that is exactly what's like. If in that movie, if Chewbacca had ripped the arms off of anything, <laughs> it would have been like, what just happened? Like, Kids I'm okay screaming. with that, yeah, but right. it just seemed like a really strange context. <laughs> what a turn. <laughs> yeah, that was a little dark. All right, you moving remember, on. You remember Uncle Plark losing his arms? <laughs> Show some BB-8 rolling around. <laughs> okay, everything's Gross. better. Everything's oh, good. That's okay, uh, Timmy. Uh, Here, <laughs> eat your popcorn and your jujubes. Everything's good. Well, guys, that's all I had for rumors. Oh boy, what another episode that's been. <laughs> that, technically, that is correct. What an episode! It that is an episode, and, and an we episode. have some crazy packs to talk about. Do we? Crazy yes. pack. Crazy, crazy. pack. Yeah, remember, explain the I remember. remember a couple toy reports ago, we had that seven pack of random <laughs> Star Wars yes. characters. Yes. Like, here's the crap. We can't figure out how I'm to I'm sure pack there's it. an algorithm. I'm there's a theme, yeah. right? There's a so theme. So we t- told people to tell us uh, a crazy pack theme or make one of your own. Right. And uh, at Han Pesci really came through for us. Oh, yeah? And yeah. so did at Han Pesci. Oh wow! And, and <laughs> Han Pesci at Han and Pesci at did Han Pesci. too. Oh man, wow. we have a whole one participant. You hear that, listeners? <laughs> and maybe a, a little Sancha 
Pondo. Oh my gosh, you guys. Pondo, um, Pondo Baba. You guys made yeah. Pondo Baba. That's it. Uh, Finally, I get it. You guys are the source of all things bad. Yes. Uh, <laughs> or are we? So I'll read a, cu- a couple. A couple of these. Point. Yep. Yes, I know. Uh, one one of the packs. Uh, Padme Hera. I Ayla Ayla. Ayla Sakura. Ayla. Come on. Oh man. Jukasta uh, New. How can you forget Ayla? Bikini edition. Oh, yeah, there Star we go. Uh, and that one's called The Only Other Chick in the Galaxy. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. Uh, Boba yeah. Fett, Mace Windu, C-3PO, and Darth Maul's upper half. <laughs> <laughs> it's called Ocean's 1138. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, nice. Chewbacca, Hondo, Sobulba. 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 And Ty... Thai pilot who yelled, look out, during Trench Run. Uh, ain't no parsec half-stepping. I like it. Right. I like that. Uh, I'll read one more. Okay. One more. Here we go. There's several others out there, but um, Han Solo, Chopper, Jar Jar Binks. Okay. That is the right. Death Sticks dealer from Attack of the Clones. <laughs> Elon Sleaze Bagano. Yeah. Elon Sleaze Bagano. And uh, uh, it's called... Never tell them the odds. That's true. That's yeah. right. I don't want any a part of that. Perfect. Well nope. done, all uh, all one to two of you who uh, participated. What was the one from this episode? I forgot. Uh, uh, hashtag uh, Darth something. something. I really hashtag ought to... Patronus. Darth, pa- Darth <laughs> Dar- Yeah. <laughs> Darth Patronus. Darth Patronus. We should so... really put that in the show notes. Yeah, we really should, yeah. Michael. Mike, do that. Yeah, quit okay. playing, quit playing with on, K2 Mike. and okay. start putting them in the show notes. Uh, but yes, you're definitely going to want to uh, follow us at Fly Casual 1138 on Twitter. We'll be your guy there, and of course, we'll all be looking for your hashtag Darth Patronus for what uh, what other uh, what what was the, I don't even what was the challenge was it was it what would Darth Vader's Patronus be or what any yes. Star Wars character? Yeah, no, Darth Patronus. Any Star Wars, any Star Wars character and their Patronus. Well, that's bull crap. No, Vader's no, we're but you get extra points for Darth Vader's Patronus. Yeah, because yeah, because we you, give out points. Yeah, points. Yep. You get extra force duel points. Yeah, yeah, you can spend them on on force duel. Force duel. Yeah, force duel. So uh, definitely, uh, yes, Darth Patronus with uh, whatever Star Wars characters and what their Patronus would be. We would very much like to know. Uh, so, yeah, do that. Fly Casual 1138 on Twitter and also on Facebook, facebook.com slash Fly Casual Podcast. Uh, it's all going on there to take part in the community and the conversation. We like talking with you guys. We like hearing from you guys. And we want to hear more. Also, once you run out and give us a nice little review wherever your podcasts are sold uh, so that we can reach more uh, innocent little ears and defile them thoroughly. Yeah. In the meantime. Oh, yeah. Um, Wait, that's gross. Hey, it happens. Dude, didn't you learn anything from the Vukud lock? I'm Corey. Over there is Mike. <laughs> Hashtag challenge of the week. Okay, got it. Darth Patronus. Got it. Okay. Pat- got it. Do you need to know how to spell Patronus? <laughs> uh, G-U-I-L-L. Guillermo. Oh, Guillermo del Toro. Over there is Howie. A, B, C. That's right. D. Yep, Elemental P. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's Garrick. My Patronus is a bottle of Jack. Right. Mine has a first name. And Facto it is... Patronum. <laughs> yeah, Jeez. works every time. My Patronus has a first name, and it's J E L L Y. That spells jelly. 